0: You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. From the big screen to the small screen and everything in between, this is the
1: Screeners Podcast, where all media is appreciated, but none is safe. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Screeners Podcast. I'm Daniel. And I'm Chris. And It's just the two of us today. We've got a bonus episode coming your way. We're going to be reviewing Netflix's first blockbuster sort of thing. I don't think it's right to call it a blockbuster because it's on Netflix, but it's a thing and it's called Bright and we're going to talk all about it today. But before we dive in, we we do this every single show, so you should know by now. Uh, Hopefully you've done it. Follow us on social media. Joining the conversation with us, uh, you can find us on Facebook, search the Screeners Podcast, uh, on Twitter, at ScreenersCast. we're available wherever we want to talk movies with you. So uh, joining the conversation with us, you can find us there. All right, let's dive right into our review of Bright. All Westlake units requesting assistance. Three out of nine, show us in route.
0: For the cavalry. We are the cavalry. Oh. What is it? Hey! Hey! Freeze!
1: That's a magic wand.
0: This is like a nuclear weapon that grants wishes. Whatever you want. You want to be taller or shorter? You want $10 million? You're not stealing that one. You gotta get out of this neighborhood. That's just the dark side of me. They're gonna kill you, then me. I'm not afraid of the dog.
1: Magic one. We have to secure it. I'm already knowing it. He's out of the Academy. No, they do not.
0: Set in a world where mystical creatures live side by side with humans, a human cop is forced to work with an orc to find a weapon everyone is prepared to kill for. Bright is directed by David Ayer. He has a little bit of an infamous reputation, I think, at this point in Hollywood. Uh, written by Max Landis. Are you familiar with Max Landis? I I'm am very Daniel.
1: familiar with Max Landis, yes. You
0: are? Okay, fun. Okay, good. So maybe we'll have a little bit more of a, a, an in-depth discussion, probably in spoilers, about this whole thing. Um, it stars Will Smith, Joel Edgerton, uh, Numi Rapace, I think is how you pronounce yep. her name, and uh, and uh, a whole uh, a host of other um, uh, characters and, and actors. So I'm very excited to dive into this. It has been uh, kind of panned by critics at this yeah. point. Wouldn't you say, Daniel? Like, Definitely. A few days ago, I think some screeners went out for uh, reviewers and critics, and uh, none of them, n- I heard no positive reviews of this I, movie. I
1: did see a couple. I, I did, I did you? Okay. I, did, I saw a couple, but it was definitely, it was mostly negative.
0: Yeah, so here we are. We got to see it. It just it just hit Netflix Friday night, uh, and we are discussing this on Saturday morning. So we've we've both seen it once. I would imagine we haven't yes. been able to revisit this many times or nothing. So we don't we don't have like an in depth kind of. But here we are. We're gonna talk about it. So what did you think, Daniel, of Bright?
1: Well, actually, before you before you, you had mentioned the uh, the negative reviews. Did you see David Ayer mm-hmm. his kind of conversation on Twitter with no. uh, critic David Ehrlich? So. Um, David Ehrlich who who uh, reviews movies for IndieWire, uh, he's he's a good critic. He uh, gave an extremely negative review of Bright. Uh, hmm. He it, it, he really panned it, said it's the worst film of 2017. Uh, just really, you should read his review because it's pretty funny. But um, it's, it's this this is
0: the worst movie of 2017. That's what he says.
1: So uh, wow. and David Ayer actually responded, um, but uh, man. What a what a! I have a lot of respect for David Ayer. His response was so respectful. He uh, he said, "Hey, I you know I I respect your opinion." Uh, he said, "I'm gonna put this up on my fridge. You can really put words together." Uh, something about you know I I really wanted to make work that gives people a, a visceral reaction, and clearly it's done that. So like he just <laughs> he just was really respectful, and that's nice. Uh, kind of yeah. received it really well. So so I just I kind of want to throw that out there because I I uh, you know good for him for not you know, lashing out or doing anything stupid. So I thought that was kind of cool.
0: You know, it strikes me. He strikes me of the kind of guy who just does whatever he wants to do. Yeah. Uh, And I think that is uh, very polarizing uh, in a lot of ways. So... Okay, all right. Yep. Let's let's dive into it. What what did you actually think, though, of the movie? Did you yes. did you hate it as much as everybody else seemingly I, did?
1: I didn't hate it. Uh, that's for sure. It is not the worst movie of 2017. I don't know how you can call it the worst movie of 2017 no. when we have the Snowman, Geostorm, uh, yeah, right. the Emoji Movie. I have seen all of these movies, and they are far worse uh, yeah. than than Bright. So I, I, that I don't I don't understand how you could get there. Now that said. This isn't a great movie. Um, it's very weird. There are certainly... Mm. There are things to like about it. Like, there, there are definitely things here that I liked. Um, first first and foremost, the movie looks incredible. Um, right. Man, this movie looks so good that it made me mad that it was on Netflix because I would have loved to see these visuals on uh, in, the, in the theater. Um, yeah. Because really, it, the cinematography, the visual effects, the... Um, the makeup, uh, which is shortlisted for an Oscar um, man it, it all looked great so uh, yeah I, I there's it's, it's enjoyable to watch just from a visual standpoint because um, it all looks so good uh, And then also will Smith and Joel Edgerton I, I think they're they're pretty good in the movie. Uh, will Smith he's he's really committed here like he really committed to this character. he believes this world even when they're doing kind of silly things he will Smith is really uh, believable and doesn't, doesn't act like he's too good for this movie. If that makes any sense. Um, yeah. So, but, but still, like I said, there, there's negative things here. It's really easy and obvious to see the pitch of this movie. You know, it's training day meets Lord of the Rings. You know, it's very, very obvious there. But my problem was there wasn't enough balance between those two ideas. This was like 75 or 80% gritty cop movie and yeah. a very little fantasy. And so it felt like you never really dive into the fantasy because there's so much there. There's like yeah. all this mythology and backstory and all this stuff, and we really don't even try to scratch the surface. So they they tried, it's felt like they tried to, I don't know, make it so believable that this world has just existed. Um, but in reality, I just have so many questions, but not in the good way. Like I'm curious to see what happens next. It's just like, I don't get it. Like Hmm. there's so much there that I don't understand why things are the way they are in this movie really, because they don't spend very much time, uh, you know, uh, exploring the world. Yeah. So that was one of my biggest problems. you know, why are the orcs, the oppressed group? Why are there so few ones? Why should I care about all this? And, and, and none of those questions got answered um
0: but well my- there, there, there are a few of those the, the reason why the, the orcs are the oppressed is pretty well explicitly told i mean there there's a whole like right uh they, I, I mean they, a little they, bit they, they made a pact with the dark lord a uh, 2 years ago and so like they're paying for it from for from that point moving forward so they're the kind of oppressed like look down upon people because they're the ones who made a deal with the bad guy
1: yeah yeah, and but we just don't know like much about this Dark lore. We don't know which right. I, sure, and I'm not. I don't, I don't want them to sit there and explain it all to me. You right. Know? I, but yeah. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. I don't know. But but my biggest problem that that was my second biggest problem. My my biggest problem with the movie is that it just feels, uh, it feels wrong in a weird way that I can't really exp- I- explain. Like th- hmm. there there are obvious attempts to kind of have an allegory to like police brutality and race relations and, and all this systematic oppression and all this stuff. Uh, I mean, you can't separate it from the time that we're in the climate that we're in. Um, and, but it doesn't feel like it actually tried to do anything meaningful with that allegory. Um, which is good in a way. I mean, I'm, I'm a white guy. Max Landis is a white guy. Uh, we're just, uh, it didn't feel like this movie was the right way to kind of cover that topic. It almost felt like it was exploitative, kind of using the current climate to kind of be like, oh, hey, look, let's make an allegory about this whole thing. But then they didn't actually say anything meaningful or even try to do anything meaningful, which I guess I'm glad for because that could have gone really bad really fast. Uh but it just, it just doesn't feel, it just feels weird. It feels weird to have that movie. You know, there's a line very early, and it's in the trailer, uh, where Will's, Will's character is uh, like killing some fairy who's annoying his bird feeder or something like that. And he says, fairy lives don't matter today. And it, it's just, so they know what, they know where they are. <laughs> they know what movie they're in and they know what, you know, message that they could be sending, but they just never really, it never really went anywhere and just kind of felt odd not bad not not offensive or anything like that it just felt it just felt weird so mm. um, I don't know it, it, it could could have been worse uh, yeah so th- those those are my uh, my overall opinions it could have been a lot worse it's not horrible um, I liked a lot of things in it the action is pretty good um, but it just kind of I don't know just didn't 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 fully work for me
0: got it got it. Okay, well, so for me, you know, going into this, <clears throat> I was kind of excited about it. It looked neat. I, I like Will Smith. I think he is really good. Just like he, him and Tom Cruise, pretty much anything they're going to be in, I'm going to see, even if it's terrible, even got horrible reviews, I still want to want to see this thing. Yeah. And especially the fact that it is being released on Netflix. It is a big budget Hollywood, like you said, blockbuster style film. Something that would be released. Right now, you know, during the holiday seasons or during the summer, even. Uh, And so I'd heard really good things about it. I'd seen many of the trailers. Let me say this, too. um, Obviously, we're talking non-spoilers right now, just kind of our our overall thoughts. If you're going to see this movie, don't watch the trailer. Um, The trailer gives away way too much of this movie. They tried to sell it, and by doing so, they use pieces of the end of the movie that are just... I knew where this movie was going the entire time once they said a particular line in this film, and it was really disappointing. I was like, hmm. oh, man, I can't believe I know what's going to happen. Um, so just don't watch the trailer if you're going to see this movie. Again, look, for me, I like this kind of movie. I, this is the movie that, you know, I'm sure if Chad was on, he would be making fun of me for liking <laughs> this kind of movie. I enjoy this nuts, just crazy silly uh enjoyable i would call this a saturday morning cartoon for adults um <laughs> that's this not, is not a bad description it, this is it is not taking itself too seriously just like you said it's not really trying to make a big point about race or our current condition even though it could have and i think people slam it because it didn't that's just not the movie they were making in my opinion and yeah sure they mm. know where they're at and they know what what to, what year this is and what's going on uh but i don't think they were interested in telling that story. They they were interested in, it, you know, uh, acknowledging it, but I don't think they were wanting to tell that story, dive into that kind of a thing. What they really wanted to do was a Saturday morning cartoon, there's a MacGuffin, and they need to get this thing from point A to point B as quickly as possible. Um, it's a simple story, it's a simple plot. I have to say, My MVP is Joel Edgerton. Yeah. Will Smith's character, I I never quite understood. The the biggest problem I have with this movie is their relationship at the beginning of this movie. Uh, They kind of throw you into into their relationship, and I'm not quite sure how long they've known one another, if they'd been on like two or three or four weeks together, and then there's an incident that occurs that kind of propels this entire uh, story forward. I'm not sure how long they knew one another, but you know they still hate they not not hate but they still don't like one another um at the beginning of this movie and of course they're trying to figure out each other and and grow and it's very much if i was giving the ele- the, the the uh the elevator pitch i would say it's more like lethal weapon sure. uh you sure. know meets like training day and you know some of that lord of the rings stuff and and you're right the the fantasy stuff is more just so entrenched in this world that you know, it it the magic really doesn't exist. It's just these three, uh, these three, these three or four races that have to live together. Um, and so, for me, I I really kind of bought into it and enjoyed it. I wish this was a pilot to a television show because I feel like there's a lot that could be explored here. This is I thought was really neat because we've seen vampires in modern world. You know what I mean? Like for a long time this felt like Blade to Me, where all of a sudden we see this thing that was traditionally we see in a medieval setting, like it used to be vampires and you know, mummies and all that kind of stuff. And now we've kind of brought those into in, in, in into the modern era with a lot of films and television shows. But we haven't seen orcs or elves in this kind of a setting before. And I mean maybe we have, maybe I'm just not thinking of them. But I, no, think I agree. I think it's kind of neat. It's kind of a ripe for... Uh, because we we love those things now and the fantasy world feels a little tapped out. Maybe this kind of can bring, bring some new life into it. I agree this movie is silly and surface level, but I really actually quite enjoyed it. I'll probably revisit it again. Uh, you know, there's some really thrilling action. There is a sequence that happens in a convenience store in this movie mm. that is brilliant, in my opinion. Uh, I just... I, I couldn't believe... They were doing this, uh, and I would have enjoyed it in the middle of the theater or at home. But it was really, I thought, a really neat sequence. Um, do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, in, yeah, in yeah.
1: The, Where they get trapped in there?
0: Yeah, yeah. And there's a there's a basically a vehicle that goes yes, in there that yeah, becomes yeah. a part of that. I just I thought it was really really cool. I I, I liked the visual style the uh, the makeup effects on joel edgerton yeah the beginning of the movie they kind of go away but at the beginning of the movie like his ears are twitching a lot whenever i saw that yeah you know i just thought man they're really they're really really quite good so for me you know uh I, I quite enjoyed it. So I guess we'll stop here and we'll go into some spoilers because there are a couple of things I'd like to chat about. Is there anything else you want to say before we uh, before we kick it into spoilers?
1: Well, uh, I guess now's as good, as, time, as good a time as any to kind of talk about what did you think about a blockbuster
0: being on Netflix? I thought it was good. I, I don't know how, from what I've heard, they've already greenlit, greenlit Bright 2. Yeah, I bet that so Bright doesn't 2- happen though. Bright, Two is supposed to be happening. Why? Why? Because okay, and then, like, here here's the deal. Like for Netflix, their metrics of winning is not, especially this kind of movie is not accolades from sure. from critics, right? It, it It's basically eyes on the screen or interest. And I can't
1: um, imagine that this movie has a lot of interest. To begin with, first of all, Netflix really? is oh yeah, Netflix is terrible with advertising and uh, I agree. making people aware <laughs> of things. And, and then to, to add on, you're right. It's not about reviews. It's not about accolades. But uh, I can't imagine too many people are going to hear a lot of great things about it, right or wrong. I, I, I totally don't think it was horrible at all. I don't like it as much as you. But they I, I don't think uh, many people are going to hear good word of mouth and go check this movie out. So I don't think it's going to get 90 million dollars worth of views. You know what I mean? I think
0: I think you're right in the traditional sense, but here's here's what I will say is I'm going to recommend recommend this movie to my friends. Sure. And 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 so that's what I think they really care about is because again, this isn't a decision do I go to the theater, spend, you know, 3 hours to get to the movie, to watch the movie, to get home, pay for a babysitter, all that kind of stuff. This is a okay, it's Friday night. Uh, you know, it's the holiday season. Uh, kids are down to bed. What do we want to watch? Oh, Chris said that this new movie with Will S- Will Smith's new movie is on Netflix and it's kind of fun. We should watch this movie. I think honestly, that's all they care about. And, th- and you say that they don't do a very good job of advertising. I agree with that. However, for the very first time, when I knew a movie had been released I turned on my Apple TV, and what was the very first thing that I saw? <laughs> this. It wasn't I don't that way if, for me. It wasn't. No. It, they, I see, mean, for they, me, they
1: switch it up for different people. So.
0: Okay, but you know it knows me really well, <laughs> and so it it was right there at the top of my screen. the 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 trailer was playing and everything. Um, so I just, I don't know. I we'll we'll see what happens. I, I obviously think that this movie is not great. It's not like a, a slam dunk. Sure. And it would be better for them if it was like a really well-reviewed movie with great word of mouth and all that kind of stuff. But I still think that it can do well uh, with people seeing it over the long run, um, especially now. I mean, you know, during the holiday season, people are looking for stuff to do. They're at home. They're on the road. This thing is something you can put on your iPad or you can you know watch at home or you do whatever, whenever. Uh, it's kind of convenient that way. So, I don't know. We'll see.
1: Yeah, and then we'll to see. top it all, uh, to top it all off, we, we said we would talk a little bit about Max Landis. Um, mm. So uh, yes, so I have followed Max Landis on Twitter for quite some time. Uh, oh, he, have you? <laughs> he is he's very polarizing, um, and yeah. he's he he has a knack for starting controversy um and he's kind of uh, an idiot that way and that he just he just intentionally says stupid things and and things blow up on him and then he's surprised that they blew up on him. Uh, he's, a he's, a, he's a troll. He's a troll. He's a troll and he doesn't really yeah. realize he's a troll. Uh yeah. and so and so he's he's pretty annoying in that way. Uh but on top of all of that, just yesterday, uh in light of Bright being released, uh he has been accused many times of sexual assault. So, uh, yeah. that's gonna be a very messy situation. So again, uh, another reason f- why I think Bright is uh is Bright Two is probably in some trouble. But you know, Bright was uh, in itself was a very interesting. It's it's like the second highest spec script sale in history. Um, yeah. they paid four Netflix paid four million dollars for this script package. Not producing the movie, not not they just bought the script with uh, David Ayer directing for four million dollars um and so that's pretty huge yeah um and i'm not sure that it fully paid off i think i think this this has a lot of great ideas uh could have been really interesting it just doesn't it just doesn't fully it doesn't take it in the most interesting routes they don't explore the things that you wish they explored so i don't know
0: totally yeah no, i there is a lot of missed opportunity there's no doubt there but I think the world is kind of rich and could yeah. be expounded upon quite a bit, especially like I said before, if this was a television series, I would be infinitely more excited. You yeah. think of this as a pilot, I would say, yeah, I'm down. Um, so I agree. It, 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 just like with Suicide Squad, David Ayer's other film, this feels like a great. <clears throat> how do I say this? like, uh, mid-act movie. Right, uh, Like right. You know what I mean? Where, where, where we pick up in an odd place and we end in this odd place. And we're like, "What was that it? Was this, yeah, you know that what? was the
1: whole thing? I want to see David Ayer, you know, because his early movies are great. Fury is amazing. I love Fury. Um, yeah. End of Watch is pretty good as well, which is actually very similar to Bright, just without the fantasy. Um, right. And I just want to see him working with better writers. Uh, I agree because suicide squad and bright from a stylistic standpoint are awesome and so much fun to watch and to look at and good action. But then they they both just have fairly weak stories, uh, but really good, like kind of both movies, kind of good mythology. I want to see the world explored more. Um, So yeah, just really, really weird. I want to see him get some good scripts.
0: Okay. I agree with you. I think that's, that's, that's a, that's a legitimate, Thing that should be, you know, hopefully taken. I, I'm hoping David Ayer is looking at the folks he's working with, yeah, uh, and saying, you know, oh, okay, is this going to be the best thing? Because again, Max Landis, even you know what you're getting with him. He's right. a character. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Even yeah. if even if he never even worked with him, and he just got the script, he must have known kind of what what all he was getting in sure. in, in the middle of. And I think that's part so. of
1: the reason why it's getting so incredibly panned, which I think is a little unfair. I think yeah. people are turned off at the name Max Landis, which. You know, right or wrong, I I, I can't, but but you don't judge the and, movie uh, just on the names attached.
0: And know? unfortunately, David Ayer, too, just because of Suicide Squad, because people sure. are just saying the director of Suicide Squad. Yeah, which you is hear that so you unfair. Think, that is yeah, so exactly. unfair.
1: I mean, if you watch Fury, Fury almost got nominated for, like, Best Picture, okay? So right. I think it's so unfair to say he made Suicide Squad, now he's a horrible director. I think that's, right. that's ridiculous
0: fully fully and totally agree all right well normally at this time we we do a, uh, a kind of a rating scale where we talk about should you see it in the theater or should you rent <laughs> it stream it or skip it and unfortunately there's only two options now it's either stream it or skip it so what would you say for for most people daniel what would you recommend people to do like is this something they should is this worth their time or is it not worth their time
1: man with this one it's 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 really a difficult answer um I think if the theater option were there, um, uh, I would think about saying see it in theaters because the visuals are really spectacular. Uh wow. It's okay. just the story is weak, but uh, with, we've only got stream it and skip it. I mean, I think it's worth streaming. It's really not bad. It's not. It's not horrible. Um, yeah. It. You know, you could do worse for not spending an extra dime on it and just watching it on Netflix. You know, uh, there are certainly worse things out there. So. Uh yeah, it's worth a stream, you know, if you're interested in Will Smith or action movies or gritty cop movies. Uh this is a yeah. decent entry in those.
0: Um yeah, you can do worse. Cool. Yeah, and I would say definitely stream it. I mean, even if I mean, make sure the kids are away. This is not a kids movie. It, you may think it it might, but it's definitely <laughs> not. Uh so it, you know, there's a lot going on in this film. Uh but Make sure the kids are out of the room and you know even if you have it on in the background I still think you're going to get some enjoyment out of this film. It is not a something that you need to use a lot of brain power. It is not a a a a, a not even a convoluted plot like uh, even what like some of the poor films this year have been where I don't you know I don't understand what's going on or what you know exactly what's going on this entire yeah. movie. It's fairly simple A to B just go do this thing. And I think some really great action, very good visual effects. You're already paying for it because you have Netflix. So why not just check it out? If you like Will Smith, you're probably gonna enjoy this movie. It's silly, it's fun, it's a Saturday morning cartoon for adults. All right, so let's go ahead and dive into a little bit of spoilers. I won't spend a whole lot of time there, but here's some spoilers.
1: First rule of Fight Club is, you do not talk about Fight Club. Well, you look nervous. Is it the scars?
0: You wanna know how I got them? There's so many places it wouldn't have occurred to a hawk to hide. However,
1: the reason the has brought me off my Alps in Austria and placed me in French cow country
0: today is because it does occur to me. Because I'm aware of what tremendous feats human beings are capable of once they abandon dignity.
1: In a dream I knew that he was going on ahead. He's fixing to make a fire somewhere out there and all that dark and all that cold. And I knew that whenever
0: I got there, he'd be there.
1: And then I woke up.
0: Okay, so for me, I don't know, you watched the the trailer for this, I'm guessing? Yeah, I was going to ask
1: you. Uh, I'm not entirely sure what you're talking about when the trailer spoiled it. I didn't, I, I didn't watch so, it carefully. I don't remember.
0: Well, it's not very carefully. The last scene, and I think in all the trailers, or at least one of them, is Will Smith holding the... The uh was
1: it real? The really? magic
0: wand. Yes, I, I don't remember <laughs> and, that at all. That's and, crazy. And and that was meant to be a. Oh, that's a big I moment. Mean, yeah, it's meant to be like a big moment, and you're you're supposed to realize that he's a bright, all that kind of stuff. But I knew that the moment that Joel Edgerton's character said, "Only a bright can hold this thing," I was like, "Well, I've already seen him hold it in the friggin' trailer." Well,
1: that's funny. This so I, I I did not remember seeing that at all. But um, even without that. It is so freaking obvious that well, Will Smith yes, no, is going to hold a wand.
0: <laughs> I know, I know that. Obviously, as a as a watcher of movies, of course, you know that that's going to happen. But still, to, to for them to sell the movie with that visual yeah. in it seems a little just like they gave up. Come on, <laughs> yeah, like come on. I mean, it just it's it's it was unfortunate because like I I was really. You know, you never know. Like maybe it would be smarter than that. Maybe they're gonna, uh, you know, jo- you know, like you think they're gonna zig that way, but they zag another way, and it, t- it turns out that you know Joel Edgerton's character is not only brought back from the from the dead, but also a bright. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. It- That's they the thing.
1: Cr- I I think <clears throat> it was so obvious either way. Like as soon because they-, yeah. they they just. They forecasted it so strongly. They you're said, right. You're oh, right. Well, some humans are brights. Oh yeah, one in a million. And then like, I know. The, the same line yeah. you said: only who, only uh, brights can hold a wand. Yeah, it was like yeah. Okay, well, so did Will Smith get his wand? <laughs> it's, it's
0: it is really it's really bad. You're right. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Uh, <clears throat> and, but so. then
1: also at the end, uh, I was going to ask you why the heck did they not take the wand? Or did why did not why did Will Smith not take the wand at the end? He left it.
0: Well, because he didn't want it. <laughs> I mean, I that was the whole, yeah. <clears throat> and he knew that the, uh, whatever, the feds, the magical feds were going to go in and, and take it from him anyway. <clears throat> they yeah. weren't going to let him keep it. Right, I mean, that, right. That was that was going to be an obvious moment. Sure, he can wield it, but there's no way they're going to let him, you know, keep it. So. Yeah, but I, I figured
1: if he wields it, I mean, I guess he doesn't know how to use it very well. Uh, or at all, but I, but I was just like, at man, all.
0: you can get away, you can do,
1: you know, like, you've got a freaking magic wand, why don't you go use it? But I guess, I mean, I guess he doesn't What was he going to gonna
0: do? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I like, he, yeah, he, he he defeated all the bad guys, I mean, it was either that or, you know, go on the run for the rest of his life. Yeah. As a, do you that's know what true. I mean?
1: Yeah, I guess that's true. But it so just, I think, it, it just I just felt like m- I don't know where it's going to go, if, in a sequel, not that I think it's going to happen, but I just didn't know, it's like, what is he going to do now? He can hold a magic wand, but he doesn't have one.
0: Well, no, but then he's got to go on the the uh, the hero's journey to learn how to use it, man. What are you yeah, talking about? Yeah. The, the, that could be an entire series of him learning not just how to use the magic wand, but also tap into his his magical "quote unquote" powers. You know what I mean? As a bright, he's, yeah. he's now able to you know do things that he never thought possible and see things and all that kind of stuff, man. That would be a great. What that would be a great <laughs> series of television. It really could be, especially in this kind of a world where there's weird, you know fantasy creatures that could pop up any time. You know what I mean? Like It yeah. doesn't necessarily only, only have to be elves, fairies, and orcs. Did you it, it, see could,
1: the dragon? Yes. So that, was, I, that, I, that was a cool
0: shot. Yeah, in that moment, I was like, oh, man, see, there's a lot here. There's yeah. there, this, yeah. this world could be quite rich. And again, I will just say, Joel Edgerton, I, I liked him infinitely more than Will Smith's character. I thought he was the one that we should have been more attached to um and f- followed more than than Will's ca- Will Smith's character because man that would have just been a much more interesting i think uh character arc for me.
1: Yeah, he's he's a really unique character cuz you you know he you think he's this gruff orc but he's actually like a really like gentle yeah. soft spoken yeah. unsure of himself kind of kind of guy. So yeah, i i think he, he, Joel Edgerton did a great job of playing him.
0: I mean, he's he he he's looking down most of the film. You know, what yeah. I mean? he knows he's doing something that nobody else likes, but he feels like is the right thing to do. It's just it's a it's a much more interesting character, and then his struggle of being able to you know it, it just. It, I feel like the if the movie would have focused more on him and less on Will Smith, um, it would have been a much more, in my opinion, much more interesting uh, film because I think his character is so good in this. Um, and I would love to just... I mean, honestly, I'd love to just see a series just him. Uh, even if they... Because Will Smith obviously is not going to do. Maybe he will. Because Will Smith's not done a whole lot of great stuff recently. He's not exactly the box office draw he used to be. Sure. Um, so maybe a, a Netflix series. I'm not saying it has to be this, but maybe a Netflix series with him and it might 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 be good.
1: So another thing was that, uh, like with with uh, was it Jacoby? Was that Joel Edgerton's character? It is. Yeah. Uh, so yep. it never. It, this world has existed for you know thousands of years. The whole conflict between the orcs and the humans and all that stuff yeah and of course, this is a an allegory for race and all that stuff. We already talked about that uh, w- One thing that didn't feel like it fit in this world was that Jacoby was the first orc cop like these these groups have existed together for th- for thousands of years, and this yeah. is the first one just like uh, out of all these years, the first one it just felt like um
0: that the separation well, was too great. But I mean, I I I I understand what you're saying, but that's not necessarily true. I mean, like you even look like in today's society, there are still some firsts happening. Yeah. There's still some firsts that haven't happened that seem obvious, like for you know, first like female president. Yeah, you that's know what true. I mean. That's true. So like like when you say that, that's true. But there has to be a point in society when it becomes acceptable. And from this entire time, from what they the world they've built anyway, and you know this is me defending this silly film. Okay, this is <laughs> this is silly. Okay, but still. That happens in our society right now. There are still groups of people who are not represented in totally. certain places.
1: Totally, and and I agree. I, I just totally agree. But a uh, cop is so low level. That's kind of what I mean. Like, uh, it would be one thing if I was saying orc president, you know. But orc right. sure. orc cop is pretty low level. But you know, it is it is what well, it is. Look, We're dissecting this silly thing, so
0: yeah. I mean, I think I think if you look back. In, in all cause you look at two thousand years of, of history and then kind of what's happened in the last hundred and fifty to two hundred years. Yeah. There's been a lot of progress made, right? That's true. So you look in the same thing here is, is that like for the first two thousand years, not a whole lot of progress is made. Then obviously something happened. There was a willingness to allow this anyway, it's just I, I bought it. I, I didn't have an issue. That wasn't something that bothered me too much because of the fact that this same thing happens in today's society right now, right. where it takes a long time for society to get into a mindset where they even accept or even are willing to look at somebody different than them uh, and allow them into a position of power. Because police are a position of power. You say low yeah. level, but still, you know, think of that. Think of this. I mean, if you were in this world, these orcs made a deal with the Dark Lord. You're basically saying, "I'm giving a badge to this person who I think." you know, is an evil person, like straight right. up evil. That's true. That's, that's kind of, I don't know. I buy it. I don't know. I just, that wasn't, that, that, that didn't, that didn't bug me too much, I guess is what I'd say.
1: Yeah. I, I, I get your point.
0: All right. Anything else we want to discuss? How did you like, uh, Numi Rapace as a bad guy? Uh, uh as she, a she foil? did pretty
1: good. Uh, I think she was, uh, menacing enough. Uh, I thought yeah. the characters were kind of, kind of goofy, but you know, she did, she did, Good for what she had.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I I quite enjoyed her. She was not on screen a whole lot. She yeah. was she was more the um, brutal force, especially at the very beginning. Like she seemed like like an unstoppable like uh, martial artist. And by the end, she they had kind of like reined her in a little bit. I felt yeah. like you know. Why is she not using those cool moves that she was? Why is she not just slitting Will Smith's throat right now? I don't that, understand. Yeah, that
1: was another thing. Yeah. She she totally had so many opportunities to kill them. Yeah. Like at the in the end, uh yeah. the scene where Will grabs the wand. She, yep. she right before that, she uses the wand to just kind of throw him up against the wall. Yeah, it's like exactly. why did you do that? You're you're like a ruthless murderer and you just yeah. And same with Jacoby. She just kind of threw him over, hung him, but he was fine. Like there was exactly, why aren't you
0: killing these people? It doesn't make any sense. That that's the exact same. The the ending of this movie is what I had the biggest problem with the, the way it was handled that Will Smith became, knew he was a bright, the way that, you know, he, you know, ended this whole thing, the the, the whole problem they were having with, um, I can't remember her name, Numi Rapace's character. Um, I, I thought it was clunky and strange and weird. Um, that was my biggest issue, was the, the ending of this movie. Everything what, else I enjoyed quite a bit, but What this, happened the was with weird.
1: Um, T- Tika, or whatever her name was, the, the the alpha they were protecting the whole time? Did, did, yeah. What happened? She was just gone. And they were, like, yeah. they were confused by it, too. But I was like, no, really, yeah. what happened, though?
0: I, I don't know. She shows up at the end. She shows up at the end. I'm guessing she, like transported herself or is now a ghost i have no idea Yeah, i I hadn't i that was not clear it it i that was weird it was weird i don't think will killed her i think it must have been some sort of a strange mystical moment that happened with a tree and the water and something i don't know i know obviously they're going for something there and they'll probably want to Explore it in bright too. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, but it it was, it
1: it was for the ending of the movie, this character that we've been protecting it the was whole time, and then she's it was just clunky. Gone.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, so she weird. shows up at the end. You yeah. know, she's safe. Yeah, but, but still,
1: I didn't understand how that happened, and that's what the we spent the whole movie. Protecting I agree. Her. <laughs> so
0: I agree weird. with you. It was very clunky. the The last fifteen minutes of this movie very clunky, and it ends very clunkily too. It's like, okay, everything's forgiven now. You guys yeah, are getting awards. That was super. Yay! So. Yeah, everything – but, I, again, I enjoyed everything in this movie. The ending was my my worst – the worst bit for me. But all the other stuff, I quite enjoy it. I can't – I don't know why – what does it have, like, on Rotten Tomatoes right now? Like, a 30% or yeah. something silly Which, like that? Which, I don't know.
1: That seems that seems fair. I mean, this isn't – I give it maybe a 5 out of 10. You know, I don't give this a positive review. Uh, there's a lot of uh, – yeah. there's some good stuff here and definitely could have – I, I don't know, it just I feel like if, if somebody had done a rewrite on this, um, I think I think Landis did a good job of building this world and having a mm. lot of interesting ideas, but uh it just it just was too too much of a gritty cop movie and not enough leaning into the fantasy and, and giving us more of that. It was just like this was simply a normal gritty cop movie with just a few fantastical elements. There wasn't much more to me more to it than that.
0: Yeah, and I enjoyed it quite a bit more than that. So, you know, that's fine. It's all good. I would probably give it, for me, like a, a, a 6.5 out of 10 if I was doing that. Like, this is an enjoyable, silly action movie. It's nothing more than that. Definitely has its problems. It's clunky. But I would not at all call this a horrible movie. Oh, I agree. Um, it's not
1: horrible. I totally agree with that. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, but I mean, it, it's it's... It's getting that. And yeah, even look is. at this. We're, we're talking, we're looking at, I'm looking, I just went to Rotten Tomatoes right now. And I hate Rotten Tomatoes. I think I'm kind of done with this baloney. Yeah. But I do like the... Uh, the differences here—the thirty-one percent tomato meter from critics, and it's got a ninety percent audience score.
1: Right that is now. crazy. We're seeing so much. I think Rotten Tomatoes is heading for some kind of reckoning. Uh, yeah, we, it's we, weird, we, isn't it? There's all uh, the the divide is growing and growing. And I what what's really sad to me. This has nothing to do with Bright. What's really sad to me is it. Rotten Tomatoes is kind of uh, creating this false. Um, I don't know, bad blood between audiences and critics when it's not critics fault at all. This is all Rotten Tomatoes making critics can have whatever opinions they want and you can agree or disagree with whatever critics you want. But Rotten Tomatoes almost makes it law. It's like the opinion of Bright is that it, it, it sucks and it's a three out of ten when some critics did not write it that way, you know.
0: All right. Well, thank you guys very much for joining us on this bonus episode. We hope you uh, have enjoyed it and we will be back very soon with some more content from the screeners. See you guys next time. And that's a wrap. You've heard what the screeners had to say. Now you be the critic. Head over to screenerspodcast.com and let us know what
1: you think. See you next time.